Yeah, let me just tell you. I swear to God, you know, you can't win in this place. Uh, oh, by the way, this is going to be our Valentine's Day uh, uh, podcast. So happy Valentine's Day if you're happy watching it. Yeah. And happy new studio. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We're in the new room. Yay. And not that you can see too much of it right now, but uh, it's... I wish I would have worn my Valentine's Day stuff. Oh, well, you know, it's uh, it's all right. Yeah. Now, listen, first, do right, you want to see what's happened to my hands? What happened to your hands? So it's cold weather here, as we know, for the yeah. most part. Look at how my hand is starting to chap now. Can you see that in the picture? In your thumb? Yes, my thumb. Oh, it's like a crevice. I have a canyon in my thumb. Let me see that. <laughs> Can you see it? Yes. It, oh, this happens hurts. to my nail girl all the time because I'm, she's constantly washing her hands and filing, and her nails or her hands get so dry. She has the same thing that happens. It, it, it is and like a split to the bone. Yeah, she'll. <laughs> Well, that's that's extreme. <laughs> She'll glue the whole, like the two pieces, back together. She just like throws in a little nail glue. Oh, squeezes it together. And she could have a new service. I could go to her instead mm-hmm. of getting my nails done. You can get your hands done. Nobody wants to do a pedicure either on these toes. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what my significant other is doing for Valentine's Day. We didn't really plan on anything this year. Nothing big. Nothing big. Well, so it's a Tuesday. You both work early, right? What are you gonna do? No, he <laughs> he said. I just figured I'd have to cook you dinner. I don't know if he said I have to, but he said I figured. In I'd your just head, cook. that's what you heard. Yes. Yeah. But that's all I really want. I just want him to cook me dinner this year. So the reason I'm annoyed, I swear to God, it just never fails in this place. It never fails. So you were out doing something uh, prior to the podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of running around. You have a big event coming up in a couple weeks. Yep. And uh, you, all the details are always taking control of your life about this time. I'm sitting in here. I'm nerding out for a couple minutes. I'm eating my lunch, literally mm-hmm. holding it, eating my lunch, mm-hmm. nerding out, watching a uh, Star Trek Picard season three teaser, because in two days after <laughs> this podcast airs, it'll be the premiere date of it. In comes one of our our, our sales reps, wants to have a chitty chat, chitty chat. I'm like, I got a mouthful of food. I'm like, whoa. This is uh, my biggest pet peeve. I hate when people talk to me while I'm eating. I'm like, can I just have 10 minutes? You need to start putting a sign on the door that says lunch or do not disturb Leave me alone. This video is eight minutes. Well, I am literally three minutes into it and, and I had to stop and that was 30 minutes ago. It's the same <laughs> thing though. This is where you have to say to them and I think that we have to train people as much as this can get annoying is to take a meeting. But if you do that, Scott... You have to also follow this rule because the other day Scott was like, we need to have a meeting right now. And I'm like, right now? So here I am. I'm in the middle of like everything for my big event. And then at the same time, I was trying to put an offer in on a house. And I'm like, I have to be to the That I didn't know. Right. But regardless, it's still, you got to ask for a meeting. So I said, I, I knew I had to be at the bank by three o'clock with this offer. So I was like, uh, okay. So I I asked him, how long is this going to take? Oh, no more than five minutes. (laughs) It was a little longer than five minutes. Uh, So here I'm rushing to the bank. So if you ask for this, that means you have to adhere to it too. Well, you know, in defense of that, you know why I had to pull us in altogether very quickly. Because the powers that be don't exactly have a firecracker in their ass to get things done. And had you and I not gone in with our collective stroke and said, this needs to be worked on now, 
it wouldn't have been done. Really, I needed Allie to do that. I just stood there. But uh, you know, Could in that case, waited a day. and that's rare. No, that's rare that I do that. <laughs> When's the last time I said we need to have a meeting right now? When's the last time I've done that? You can't even name the date. I can't name the date, but it's a Scott thing. Like we gotta talk. We gotta talk to Wendy right now. We're, we're gonna. Well, <laughs> it was you know, it wasn't you and me. I wasn't trying to inconvenience you. I was trying to motivate them to do something. I understand. I'm just telling you that you're the king of. Wait, we gotta talk about it right now. So if I like you, things fixed quickly, if you and they are, they are doing the same to you by coming in here while you're trying to eat lunch mm-hmm. and enjoy your Picard. So can't be a hypocrite on this. That's fine, Scott. Don't gang up, ass. That that's fine, I, but you have to follow your own rule. Very good. We'll have a meeting immediately following this podcast in regards to your words. <laughs> it's not plan my Google, it. it's not my Google, Google calendar. I plan, didn't accept I didn't, I didn't accept the invite. I'll text you I'll text you a, a note on it in just a moment here. No, I'm kidding. One of my girlfriends, she works for Progressive and she blocks out times when she will not take a meeting. She says oh, I have like to office hours for like professors. Yes, yes. Like you can come see me anytime between here and here. Cuz she's a work from home person. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, she's a work from home person. So mm. they, everybody has to request a meeting with her. And she will specifically, she's like, no way, I need my time. Okay, well, I, uh, thanks for humbling me. I appreciate you. <laughs> Quinn, what's on your plate? Well, I want to bring something up that uh, we talked about, I think, a few podcasts ago. We talked about who would be more likely to uh, meet a billionaire. Oh, yeah. my gosh, well, Did we me. decide that was her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, um, well, my parents listened to that episode, and they and? told me. Oh, oh God, and I told a filthy joke in that episode. In I mean, episode. filthy. My, uh, so my mom goes, Quinn, you you've met billionaires. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you were right. I did say I said it was going to be Femka and Jan that they are there rubbing the elbows yep. with the corning people. Something about them Europeans. They, had, they all know them. They had nothing to do with corning or oh, New York. How do you know these billionaires? And how do I get to know these? <laughs> they billionaires? live across the street from a Trump compound. <laughs> we we a couple years ago we went to a wedding in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the groom who was getting married it used to be my babysitter and lived like uh, across the street from us in, uh, in when, we lived, when we lived in Texas when I was a kid. And so he was getting married and his uh, wife now, their family has a little bit of money. Oh, so, billionaire! So, a little bit so, I, at least million. So, uh, but, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing together. is, I don't know about their financial status, but I do remember them saying, "Oh, by the way, the owner of the Seahawks lives across the street." <gasps> Whoa! And okay. down the street, yeah, Bill Gates' vacation house. Okay, they're <laughs> billionaires. You definitely know billionaires. <laughs> wow, that's so impressive. I definitely spoke to some of them, maybe realizing it, and it was a fancy water. <laughs> oh man, what was the food? Uh, I don't caviar as the appetizer. Yeah, absolutely, uh, pinkies out, everybody. So it is it, me. The I answer knew is quit. It was you. <laughs> Dang it! Well, you. It was funny because the way it played out was Allie was the one most likely to meet one and probably get to know one. And mm-hmm. your case, you kind of well, you were with your parents. You sort of fell into yeah. finding out they were. But I still, I still hold they to you. They come to me. Yeah, yes, <laughs> they come so, to you. Yes. <laughs> are you connected enough that you could ask for tickets? Uh, I don't think they live in Seattle. The wedding was just there because it was her hometown. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, wow. Unfortunately. All right. I think they live in California somewhere. Oh. Well, you need some money to do that. That's yeah. not a cheap place. Okay, update but number anyway. one. Did you have another update? No, that was it. Oh, oh I, thought was you, it. I thought you were going to tell me that you also hopped a train, which was in the, the, that previous episode, too. No, I was not. But that was two episodes ago. Right. I was not, I was not uh, running hobo status, no. no. Okay. okay. Got very it. Very good. 
This Valentine's Day episode is brought to you by Floral Fantasy. If you still need to get your special someone a very nice Valentine surprise, make sure to stop by. They have beautiful flower arrangements ranging from $40 to $90. Also, check out their gift shop where you can find hand-knitted towels, Hall's candies, Avon products, plush bears, balloons, trinket items, and more. If you need a last-minute Valentine's Day gift for the love of your life, visit Floral Fantasy at 403 South Main Street in Elmira. Also, check them out on their website, Floral Fantasy florist.com now let's get back to the podcast well in honor of valentine's day mm-hmm. would you like to go down scott's cd path <laughs> well, I'm, go preg- there anyway, but- I'm pregnated <laughs> three women no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know i was thinking about it it's a it's a day for love and uh, it's a it's a day where you'll, you well if if you don't have love then you'll appreciate both my stories uh, very much because they deal with falling out of love. Uh, but uh, we were talking about this, and you know everybody likes to focus on the good of Valentine's Day, the great things that happen. Not Scott. I thought it would be kind of funny <laughs> to tell you about my two most disastrous breakups and a possible third. If we have time for it. <laughs> Annette might be calling in. <laughs> okay, well, we won't go down the fourth yet. Let's start with one. <laughs> okay, so number one, Allie knows this story. I just want your reaction okay. on this. This did not happen on Valentine's Day. This is my CD previous life, and I feel like I've lived a million of them. So um, it was my birthday, and I think I was turning 20. And, and, and I'm looking at Allie like, was I turning 20? I didn't even know you when I was 20. I wasn't there. <laughs> so, no, you weren't. So my girlfriend at the time, Nicole, uh, she threw me, you know, one of those, you know, you're going to be 20 birthday parties at somebody's house. And I had mm-hmm. my friends that were there and, and all that stuff. And this random guy and his buddy show up and they were there too. And I'd never met him. And this was at my birthday party. And I'm mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny because we're coming up to my birthday again. So this is like an anniversary of this <laughs> happening like 30 years ago. So maybe more. So, uh, you know, the whole night, no clue who this guy is but i start noticing as the night goes on that nicole is starting to do that also around the 20 mark you know kind of paying attention the almost immature flirty you know that you know that sort of a Mm -hmm. thing so i'm like well exactly what's going on quinn how do you like this here's here's valentine's horror story number one on my birthday which is not valentine's day I got dumped that night so she could, (laughs) on my birthday, so she could go home with that guy. What a bitch. Then a few (laughs) months later, moved to Montana with him. Oh, oh Yellowstoning it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I knew that part. That part of it. Oh, it gets oh, better. I want to know if they're still together. Sweet, sweet revenge on this one. So... It must have been three years later, and it was one of those in-between times, and I ended up finding out Nicole was back home. Well, we ended up going out a couple more times, you know, just, you know, kind of connecting this and that. Let me just tell you... I got back in that like you wouldn't believe for a very short period. So I kind of got the revenge out of it. You know what I'm saying? But did you dump her then? Uh, it just never it never re-developed oh. so to you that. You grew apart. Apparently, you guys were both in that for the same reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I could have let it go. I, boy, you, put, you flustered me. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Montana guy? They just totally uh, I don't broke know. up. I, I get they just broke up or Probably whatever the case was. Kevin yeah. Okay, yeah. so when she came home, it wasn't like... 
for Christmas break. No, and it was one of those things where I didn't even know. I don't even remember how I found out. I just remember going back to that treat, if you will, mm-hmm. again. When I say treat, I'm not talking relationship. You know what I'm. You know what I'm kind of getting <laughs> yeah, at yeah. there. You know. Uh, so that was number one. Okay. The number two, and this has got to make people feel better because you know I look at it like this. I share these stories with you of my epic fails mm-hmm. so that you can know no matter what's happening in your world on Valentine's Day, it's going to be better. Yeah. So this one, um, not my birthday, not Valentine's Day. My biggest epic breakup to to date. I mean, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Wait, can I go back to your first one though? Oh, sure. I just have more to, questions. I, no, it's not a question. It's it's more of a statement. It's funny how like you were really proud to go back, and every time for the, one reason. I know, <clears throat> but every time that I've gone back, I always hate myself. After. Wait, you've gone back to other? I have. We've broken up and then like hooked up afterwards. Okay, yes. but how close was it? Like was in it time the, yes, in time or in my heart? In, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that a hookup. I still love it. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm talking about like from the breakup to the time that you hooked up. Um, the first one was probably a couple weeks, and then the second that's time that's too close. Okay, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, because the other one was yeah, it was within a couple weeks. No, as well. after the second and I round, felt yucky. After the second round, didn't turn out <laughs> uh, because she had moved back into her parents' house, which was fine. I knew her parents and all that stuff. I mean, you know, I had no problem. You were with still that. coming by. Oh, I was, of course I was. I, I so can't. you were on like her day bed with like uh, her wow, let's stu- not little girl her, this. Okay, her, her stuffed animals. No, and but just like kick it across the room. Uh, no, but I can tell you this: get that, out of here, you pound puppy. <laughs> That's what I called her. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. At least the second time around. Oh, no, but I do remember. And Allie's going to love this part. I was not going to say this part, but I love this part. So apparently we had fallen asleep one night in her room after, the, you know. On her day bed. After, <laughs> there was no day bed. I think it was bunks. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes a minute, but we're done now. And then her so, parents are like, knock, knock, knock. No. Okay, I don't remember what happened, but I remember at some point during the night, either her dad opened the door or something, and I was sound asleep, but uh, the sheets were also off me, so there I was with it flopped right out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get chased out? Her dad. Oh, no. She was a full-grown adult. Just happened to be living in the house there, so you know? One time, From what I remember, that family was very sexual, too. Like, mom and dad still used to, you know. So. <laughs> I'll never forget this one time. I was I was hooking up with a guy. That sounds so terrible. So, yeah. So, me and this guy, we, we, were, we spent the night at his, his father's house house and the reason house did you like that house <laughs> you're so flustered I was like, this is a tough story for me to hear it's like my sister telling it I don't think I've ever really told anybody this story it's so <laughs> stupid but anyway uh, it was his 21st birthday and we partied like it was everyone's 21st birthday so <laughs> the whole world yeah so we everyone that came with us we were all like yeah so we ended up at his crashing in his dad's house and similarly enough to that story so we hung him, and then his dad came in to get his work clothes the next morning, and here we are, like 
naked and i'm like oh my god <laughs> this is so awkward it's an awkward but yet at my point it was also awkward and a touch of pride i don't know what to no, say about no no pride on my side <laughs> i feel like it's easier for, for you scott because you were just unconscious so you're like oh, you, yeah, you, you were told about it yeah. later uh, on. No. i was told later on i'm like oh, oh no boy, i did the whole that. like one eye i'm like act like i'm sleeping act like i'm sleeping act like i'm sleeping slowly pulling the <laughs> <laughs> don't look at this don't look at this don't look at this oh my uh, god yeah I no i'm not smiling I, at you from down here i but. can't believe i just told that story <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's not a good morning smile i know <laughs> no i'm like i can't believe your dad saw my boobies <laughs> So, I'm really not proud of that. So the that second one, <laughs> the second one, and really the best part to this entire story is again how brutally I was defeated in this. So for those that, and and I have to say, God rest her soul, she's dead. Oh uh, but uh, so I moved from Buffalo originally uh, to Florida to I, I followed a girl down, and mm-hmm. and let me let me just tell you that's a lesson. Unless you got your ducks in a row, don't do it. Unless it's a family decision but i was young i was dumb i thought i was deeply in love and all this stuff and she had a job where she was going to become more or less a utility person at a kind of a high-end resort in Delray Beach, Florida. Oh. And, I mean, sometimes she'd work front desk. Sometimes she'd be more of a concierge. Sometimes, you know, so it was a it was a, a step up for her. Mm. Problem with radio is... is From if what, you, housekeeping? <laughs> housekeeping? Problem with, with radio is, is we don't get to quit a job and instantly walk into a new job unless no. you're quitting the job because you have a new job. It's not an industry where you're like, I'm here. You know, they're like, what? You know, so, it, right. you know, it, I, I told her, I said, it's going to take me some time to get established. I'm leaving what I have already, but I'm coming with you because we're all in love. Right. Because I'm a sucker. Oh, yeah, totally. So <laughs> it was about July that we moved down. Well, it was in September or October that I, no, it was later. It was like October. And I started noticing her doing the, I'm going outside on the patio to talk on the phone more. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's that weird. So, and this is before you could hack into someone's cell phone and, and, and find out all the info you wanted to know. You had to literally still spy it out. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I found out that she was talking to another guy. Now, mind you, you should have the respect. I moved down there with you. I'm struggling to get established. I may be kind of a loser at the moment, but come on. I took a bit, pretty big step here. You know, I mean, right. Buffalo to West Palm Beach is not 50 miles, you know. So... At any rate, I'm, we're down there. Well, things rapidly fell apart because she got very hooked up and involved with this guy, mm-hmm. which also was kind of amusing because she got knocked up by this guy. Mm-hmm. But before all that you know, happened, right before that, you know when the relationships are going south and, and it's just fighting nonstop. Yes. It's just fighting. Quinn has got us by witness. We had a fight one time uh, and I picked up the Christmas tree from the living room and <laughs> threw it out the patio door. It was like a soap opera moment. Oh I'm like, and you pile of crap and I'm just like out the door it went what does Santa Claus have to do with this I don't know know? I thought I was making a grandiose statement I have thrown a Christmas tree straight out of an apartment building and she was like ass Uh, totally and actually her friend was in town from Buffalo that she had invited down that I was never a fan of Uh and so this guy got to witness this couple fight or lack thereof of the couple anymore me throwing a Christmas tree out of the uh, uh, out of the apartment completely I mean it was it was epic however again sweet revenge so she ends up 
Turns out the guy that she was interested in ended up being the car hop for the damn resort. This guy was parking cars for a living. I mean, I know I had nothing at the moment, but at least I had dreams, right? I felt like this was going to be so White Lotus. Oh, man. <laughs> so he's parking cars. That's his big opportunity in life. Apparently lived down, lived on some dilapidated uh, sailboat out on the water. She gets knocked up by him. Yeah, he but never he wa- had a job and you did. <laughs> yes, but I had dreams. He was parking cars. Right. His former job was way more established. Big okay, difference. <laughs> dreams, parking cars. Okay, right. right. Uh, so I just dreams, dreams don't pay bills, Scott. No, I wish they did. Appreciate the schooling twice in this. Uh, glad you're enjoying yourself. I'm just saying it was sweet revenge in both cases because her life ended up, you know, from what I understand, she had a lovely daughter who grew up to be very. You know, a very good uh, person, and and you know, I've never met the daughter or anything, and, but you know, it was life. I guess finally settled for, her. but it was great because here my life took off after that whole oh. thing. Within a couple months, things started going great. I, you know, I my career took off, and and you're living on a sailboat, knocked up. Good luck. Oh my yeah, god, not a nice sailboat either. That was you know, from what I heard. So that's two without sails. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you want number three of my devastated breakup stories? Since we're having fun with Valentine's Day. With have to save that for next time. Oh, I can make uh, it quick. Are you sure? Can you make it two minutes or less? I can we make had it that whole thing with the meeting where you said the meeting was going to be it's quick. It's up to you. <laughs> for after this. I figure it's Valentine's Day. I'm not revisiting this till next All year right. and I'll forget. Okay, right, go, here quick. we go. One, two, three. This girl was Tracy. So Tracy and I were together. And <laughs> I love the name drops, by the way. Know, yeah, well, right? yeah, well, they can find me. Let them find know. me, you know? So <laughs> Easily. It, Scott and Allie show. <laughs> you're right. So Tracy and I had a nice thing going years and years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, as it turned out, she we were both very young, so I can let this one slide. So it turns out that Tracy, of course, like some younger girls do, their their eye wanders, you know. And mm-hmm. so she ends up hooking up with this super skinny wannabe band guy in Buffalo, you okay. know, because every girl has to have the band guy at yes. some point in their life. And that was my other breakup was being dumped for the super skinny band guy who was going to have like no future. Like none. This wasn't the guy that was going in, going to be on tour at some point and this and that. So I feel like I won again in that one. Less successful than the uh, car park guy. I I noticed the common denominator, though. They were were all leaving you for other men. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't have said losers? You couldn't have said losers? And you can't raise me up one of them. One of them came back to me you're for a brief like, period. You're just like, look, it's all your fault, Scott. It's what you're saying right now. <laughs> Happy Valentine's so, Day. <laughs> so mean. I love you, Scott. I hate you. <laughs>